So it is currently Monday morning, the morning of this episode, and I'm putting in this edit because I'm fucking nervous. The judgment, the thoughts that will go through people's minds, not being able to know what those thoughts are. (sighs) I'm nervous, but at the end of the day, this is the only life we all have, so we might as well just live it as our truest selves and kind of just fuck what people think. So much easier said than done. (laughs) But I've always considered myself an open book. From being open about my eating disorder in high school and sharing where I was with everyone at that time in my life to constantly speaking on my mental health, I know there's always at least one person that might be able to resonate with something that I have to say or something that I'm feeling. So that's why I'm kind of just feeling scared AF and putting this episode out anyway. So here we go. Episode 2, Unlabeled. Just know that when someone is finally comfortable and ready to quote-unquote come out, whatever that means for them, it's because it's always been a part of them and not something they've chosen. Love is love on whatever terms. However you feel about another human being, however you view them, no matter what their gender, it's valid. Your love is valid towards whoever, and love is love. It's more beautiful than hate. Welcome to Uncaged with Amber Sosa. That's me. (laughs) Well, here we are, a week late on episode two. Only my second episode, and I'm already a week late. Love that for me. Very on brand. It's honestly because I've truly just taken this whole living it up my last month in LA very seriously. You know, I've been committed to that and I've been successful in that. So, you know, round of applause, some snaps there because I've been just living it up, having a good time and living my best life. But it's all about balance, and instead of being out on this Saturday night, I'm here in my closet, once again, in front of my microphone, recording episode two. And I honestly don't even know where to begin. <sighs> We're going to take a, a deep breath. Maybe this is going to become like my thing on every episode, just, you know, deep breaths. <sighs> all right. Speaking of pride, um, this episode is just going to be talking about a part of myself that I've shoved away for so long and am finally proud to just own and accept. I don't know if you would call this my coming out. I wouldn't call it my coming out because there's still no label to it, but I guess this is me coming out as unlabeled. I guess I'm just going to go into it because I, for the longest time, have put the label on myself since I was younger of being straight. And deep down, I knew I wasn't fully 100%. I don't know if anyone has seen the movie Stick It, but the main gymnast, Haley Graham, I believe was her character's name, 
I thought she was cute. I was like, oh, she's cute. She's attractive. She has like the bone structure. It's like kind of masculine, but she's also feminine. I don't know. I didn't think much of it. What's funny is my sister would always bring up and ask me if, you know, I was curious or if I could see myself with girls and I would always shut it down. I'd be like, no, Monica, I'm straight. I like boys. Keep in mind, my dating life in general, like with guys is so minimal. I've never had a boyfriend. It's just so minimal. So I really couldn't even say if I was into guys or girls because I didn't have the experience. But there were instances where I thought like girls were cute in movies or whatever. Again, shoved it way down. I think a part of me, and I've come to this realization, wanted to be completely opposite of my sister. My sister, I guess, her gaydar went off. But again, I always did such a great job of being like, no, Monica, ill, me and my bratty little self. I just never thought much of it until I came to LA and really started being more into like the West Hollywood community. Because my best friend, she is in there, like, swimwear. <laughs> no, I, she's my best friend. Like, I hang out with her all the time. She's the number one person I go out with. I, again, always had a feeling and, like, would see girls and be like, oh, she's cute. But, again, not think much of it or not want to actually put that label on myself because I'm not sure what the label is. I'm still figuring that part out. I know for a fact I'm not 100% straight, and I think sexuality has this entire spectrum, but we want to put labels on things as a society, which I get, and for some people, putting that label makes them comfortable and gives them just a feeling of comfort and support. When I first started hanging out with my best friend, I would say, oh, I'm the A at LGBTQIA. I'm the ally, which I was so ignorant and stupid. The A does not stand for ally, as I know now. It stands for asexual. I really don't know why I hid and pushed that part of myself down because there's no shame in it, especially with my family. I know they're supportive and my close friends, my best friend out here is gay and would be supportive. But I didn't tell her until last summer is when I kind of just vocalized it. And I said, you know, I don't think I'm straight. Like, I think I do have interest in the other genders. And uh, I feel like this is such a hard episode to record right now because I don't want to sound ignorant because I am so new to accepting and vocalizing this part of myself out. And it's been a journey, but I feel like finally saying it out loud, like I'm not 100% straight. I'm not 100% gay. And I don't want to put that label on myself because I'm still figuring it out. I'm still figuring out where I stand in that middle ground and gray area of the sexuality spectrum. But I know for a fact, I think people are hot. 
I find them attractive. Men, women, non-binary, trans, whatever you are, if I think you're hot, I think you're hot. It doesn't matter what gender you are. I'm editing. It is Sunday, the day before this podcast episode goes up, and I'm getting really frustrated with myself because I feel like I'm not articulating things the way I want them to be received or the way I hope they make sense to everyone. So I'm just going to close my eyes and speak and hope that it comes out correctly. Obviously, me finding the same gender hot as I just stated does not make me confident in being like, oh, I'm definitely not straight. Obviously, I find girls pretty beautiful. Like so many of my friends, I'm like, oh my God, you're stunning. But I don't look at them that way. I can confidently say I'm not 100% straight because there are girls that are my quote-unquote type and theys and thems that are my quote-unquote type that I look at the same way I've looked at guys for the past 25 years. That attraction is different. It's an actual attraction where my friends, like all my girlfriends, I'm just like, oh, you're, you're pretty, like you're stunning which they are, they're beautiful, but it's not that same attraction. And I hope that is what makes things make a bit more sense because I feel like it sounded a bit ignorant on my end to be like, oh, I think he's hot, she's hot, they're hot. Obviously, people can be hot without that attraction taking over. So that's what really made things click for me is that I can look at girls and theys and thems the same way I've looked at guys all these years. All right. This is the end of the edit. Now back to the original podcast. Sorry for the confusion. Thank you. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's freaking freeing to just be like, oh, she's hot. Oh, they're hot. Oh, he's hot. This week, actually, on Thursday, I vocalized it to my sister first and foremost because she was definitely going to be the easiest one to tell since... She apparently had this gator on me for a while. (laughs) And I was telling her I was obviously nervous just because this was a new part of me that I was really showcasing. There was no reaction. It was kind of just her being like, you know, I always had a feeling or I could see that. And that was really cool. Then we FaceTimed my mom. I had my sister tell her. And then we FaceTimed my dad. I had my sister tell him. And because my sister had already come out years ago, there really was no reaction. I'm sure they were shocked because me at 25 coming out to tell them this is like, where did this come from? Like, I can understand that. But the support and acceptance, I am so lucky and so grateful for because I know not a lot of people get that. I'm just grateful for that and for the unconditional love. As for friends and other people in my life, it still is a weird thing because, well, if you're listening to this, hello. I'm not sure what I am. I'm definitely not 100% straight. I just like being unlabeled. Keep it mysterious, you know? And I know there's also so many different thoughts when it comes to bisexuality or pansexuality. And that's also why I just am not ready to put a label on it because 
I don't want to misspeak. I don't want to have this title on me or this box that I'm living in and people to view me as just that because this is so new. I guess that's kind of where I'm at. I prefer no labels. Let me tell you, it is so freeing. The moment my mom and dad and sister knew, first of all, shout out to my sister because she pretty much came out twice. (laughs) She came out for me um, on Thursday. So shout out to you. Um, But it's just freeing because I feel like that part of myself that I've had hidden away for years, ever since I was, you know, in middle school watching Stick It, it's been hidden and shoved away to the point where I even convinced myself like, oh no, I'm a hundred percent, a million percent straight. And I've convinced myself for so long. And now it's like, I'm finally uncovering and undusting that part of myself that I like shoved so far deep into a closet. (laughs) Wow. No pun intended. It's really cool to be able to be in this day and age too, where Obviously, there's still improvements that need to be made and progress, but the progress that we have made thus far makes it more accepting to be able to come out as whatever, whether you do come out as bisexual or pansexual or gay or lesbian, queer, whatever term you prefer, whatever term or label that you embody, or come out as unlabeled, which is the term I prefer right now. It's what I'm comfortable with. We're in that day and age where fortunately it is a lot more accepted than it was years and years ago. That is crazy that I just said all of that in this episode. I, again, don't want to misspeak or offend or use improper terms or ignorant terms. We're still the same people. When someone comes out, they're still that same person that you know and love. It just changes who you know them to love. And that shouldn't be something people fear. It should be a beautiful thing that we all embody people coming into their own and sharing themselves as genuinely showing up as truly as they can. And that's what I'm doing here on this episode today. I don't believe in a label for myself right now but I'm still the same Amber. I'm still the same girl doing this podcast. I just am finally stepping into my truth that I don't just find one gender attractive or like one gender. And that's so okay. I definitely owe the comfort of being able to come out and say that to being out here in LA and seeing just the beautiful, loving community that is the LGBTQIA community. But I also have to be honest, there is a part that's scared that people are going to judge or view me in a different light because for the longest time I was just the straight girl, just the ally. And I don't want people to think I'm like, quote unquote, coming out, if that's even what you want to call this just because I've, I don't even know how to articulate this. Just know that when someone feels a way about a certain gender, sexuality, whatever it is, it's not them feeling that way because of attention or because they want to be a part of a community. 
it's a part of themselves that is just naturally there. You don't choose to be gay. You don't choose to be straight. You don't choose to be in the middle ground. You just are. It's how your brain and mind perceive other people and personalities and how you define love. And for me, love has always been love. It's just what it is. Love who you love. Like, it's better than hating. (laughs) I don't know. I still feel very awkward and almost invalid, if I'm being honest, because I'm 25 years old and this is the first time I'm really coming into this and speaking on this, but it's not the first time I felt this way. And I think it's just important to remember that we all have our own timelines. We're already at different times to speak our truth and own our truth. And this is my time to own this truth and be okay with it and share it because it is a part of me. It's who I am. Thank you for listening. Please know that you're valid, whether you have uncovered this part of yourself but aren't ready to share it that's valid whether you still don't know what your label is either that's valid whether you have come out in the past and haven't been supported you are loved and you are accepted by so many in this community and you matter again i'm really just hoping that the way i wanted to articulate everything comes through and is received in that way because the last thing I want to do is offend anyone. So please be gentle with me and understanding of me. I'm really trying my best and I'm never coming from a bad place, have bad intentions. Like I said, I'm new to fully accepting this part of myself. So thank you for giving me this chance and just listening and hearing me out and accepting me if you do. If you made it this far, thank you so much for hearing me out and allowing me to share my truest self. This episode was hard for me to record just because it's something I've never spoken about fully openly. I have alluded to it, um, If you've listened to the podcast, Cocktail Therapy Podcast with my best friend, Brooke, I have said in an episode or two that I don't really believe in labels for myself. I find attractive whoever I find attractive, but this is the first time I'm getting closer to a label, bisexual or pansexual, but right now I'm still in that unlabeled phase and I'm totally okay with that. I hope whoever's listening can accept that and embrace that. And yeah. All right. Well, before I keep rambling, I'm recording this part on Sunday, 5 p.m. So if you are listening to this on Monday, that means it was approved. (laughs) But I will see you guys next Monday to talk about this whole Goodbye, LA. Hello, Florida thing. Bye.